Welcome to Bible Insights with Wayne Conrad. God's Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Today's topic, Go Preach the Gospel. Mark opens his gospel with these words, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, or the good news of Messiah Jesus, the Son of God. He then gives in summary form the ministry of Jesus' forerunner, John the Baptist. And after Jesus himself is baptized by his forerunner, John, we read, Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God, saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Now, from these opening verses of the gospel according to Mark, we can determine the following things. That the gospel, or the good news, the announcement of the glad tidings of the kingdom of God arriving in the person of the Messiah, Jesus, who is the Son of God. And the arrival of the kingdom requires a response from people that they repent and believe this news, these good tidings. And there are a couple of verses in the Gospel of Mark regarding the content of this gospel itself. The gospel, according to Mark, concerns Jesus as the Son of God and Jesus as the Son of Man. Now, the term Son of God has reference to Jesus as the royal Messiah, who is the ruler of the kingdom of God. And the title, the Son of Man, not only identifies the humanity of Jesus Christ, but specifically, it identifies Jesus with that Son of Man that Daniel foretold. And this also comes very clear in Mark 15, when Jesus is on trial and he quotes from Daniel saying that the scripture is to be fulfilled in him, for he is that Son of Man coming on the clouds of glory. In other words, Jesus, as the Son of God, is one who shares the very deity. He is God incarnate, that John tells us in his gospel. And as God incarnate, he is the Son of Man who in his body, his mortal body, will be able to give his life as a ransom for the salvation of people. Now this is spelled out for us in a couple of verses in the Gospel of Mark. For instance, regarding the content of the Gospel itself, Jesus himself identifying himself as the Son of God, says the following, The Son of Man came to give his life as a ransom for many. This is in Mark 10. After he had foretold the, his sufferings that would be occurring in a few weeks. It was the third time that he foretold his sufferings and his death at the hands of both the rulers of Judea and the rulers of the Gentiles. He would be put to death after his suffering. And he here indicates the reason for that. The Son of Man came to give his life as a ransom 
for many. And then in Mark chapter 14, at the concluding Passover supper with his disciples, in verse 23 it says, And he took a cup when he had given thanks, and he gave thanks, and they gave it, he gave it to them, and they all drank. And then he said, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Now that would call to mind the actions of Exodus when Moses had been the instrument of the founding of the Old Covenant or the Mosaic Covenant after which the animals were sacrificed and the blood was sprinkled on the people and also poured out. That was the concluding of the covenant, the formal embarking of that covenant And then Jesus does this with the new covenant, but it's not the blood of animals that will be shed. It is his own blood. And so he says, this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many, and thus begins the new covenant. It is with this understanding of the content of the gospel, that is his sacrificial death on behalf of his people, that we can understand Mark's statements concerning Christ's commission. Interestingly, we find these statements in some concluding endings for the Gospel of Mark, which are disputed. But whether these belong directly in the Gospel of Mark or not, they are definitely the testimony of the early church, and they do reflect what happened in the Acts of the Apostles for the most part, They also summarize accurately the appearances of Jesus during the 40 days after his resurrection from the dead. In the longer ending of Mark, we read the following, beginning at verse 9, Mark 16. When Jesus rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven demons. She went and told those who had been with him and who were mourning and weeping. And when they heard Jesus was alive and that he had been seen, they did not believe it. And afterwards, Jesus appeared in a different form to two of them while they were walking in the country. These returned and reported to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Later, Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating, and he rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Now, all of those are true statements based on the Gospels of, of Luke and of Matthew and of John, for these are the events that did happen, and he manifested proof that he was raised from the dead. He then says in verse 15, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned, in verse 19. And after the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, that is, to his disciples, he was taken up into heaven, and he sat at the right hand of God. Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied it. If you open up the Gospel of of Luke, volume 2, what's known as the Acts of the Apostles, you will see that this is exactly what happened. Taking Jesus' commission, they went and preached the gospel everywhere 
that they could. And the Lord confirmed his word with signs that followed. The shorter ending reads the following. Then they quickly reported all these instructions to those around Peter. And after this, Jesus himself also sent out through them from east to west the sacred and imperishable proclamation of eternal salvation. Now what we can glean from these statements in the Gospel of Mark and the endings of the Gospel of Mark is that the Gospel is a message to be proclaimed that is based on the historical reality of the person of Jesus Christ who is identified as the Son of God and the Son of Man who gave his life as a ransom for the salvation of many people and that this was the blood of the covenant that was shed that introduces or begins the new covenant, the new covenant in his blood. That the proclamation and then the resultant belief in this message results in the gift of eternal salvation, eternal life. Now, since the Gospel of Mark is associated very tightly, the Gospel of Mark is associated very tightly with Peter, we need to turn to Peter's own letters and see what he says with reference to the Gospel. So, you know, from the various earliest days, the Gospel of Mark has been associated with Peter, and it's on the basis of that association that it's accepted as one of the narratives of the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. In 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 10, the gospel is the means of salvation. And 1 Peter 1.10 reads as follows. Concerning this salvation, the prophets who prophesied about the grace that was to be yours searched and inquired carefully, inquiring what person or time the Spirit of Christ in them was indicated when he predicted the sufferings of Christ and the subsequent glories. This is a message that has been announced to you through those who preach the good news to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. This is what was happening in the Acts of the Apostles, and this is what continues to happen today as the same gospel about the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ is proclaimed to people. And then in 1 Peter uh, chapter 3, we have the following words. Peter writes, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, with angels, authorities, and powers having been subjected to him. This is a proclamation of the kingship of Christ, the Messiah King, the Son of God. So the gospel, again, is indicated to be a proclamation of the sufferings of Christ, and his death and his resurrection. By this means, we are reconciled to God. By this means, we are ransomed 
from sin. We are ransomed from captivity to the devil. We are ransomed from the slavery and from the kingdom of darkness. In 1 Peter chapter 2, Peter writes, Christ suffered for you. He who committed no sin, and there was no deceit found in his mouth. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. So this is a testimony of Peter about the gospel found in the gospel of Mark and found in Peter's own writings. So the gospel concerns the person of Jesus Christ and his redemptive acts through his suffering and his death on behalf of sinners, his resurrection from the dead, and his ascension into heaven. So in Mark and Peter, we see that the gospel is a message we preach, but is concerning the act of God in the person of Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of God and the Son of Man, who in his own person underwent a vicarious suffering and death on behalf of sinners. And the fact that his suffering and death on behalf of sinners is effectual for their eternal salvation is proven and becomes a reality through his resurrection from the dead and his ascension into heaven. In other words, the gospel is really Jesus Christ himself. And the gospel is the proclamation we make of Jesus Christ himself and what he did in his own body through his suffering and death for us and by his resurrection from the dead and his ascension into glory in heaven. This is the message that we are to go and proclaim. We are to herald the gospel from east to west, around the world, the good tidings that God has drawn near in his Son for the salvation of people. So repent and believe the gospel. This has been Wayne Conrad with Bible Insights. And the next time, herald the glad tidings. The kingdom of God has come in the person of his Son. Enter his kingdom through faith in Jesus Christ, the only Savior of sinners.